20 years ago, a bunch of teenagers played a game of great and terrible power. There were no rules in early aughts America slash Tokyo, until a boy named Yugi discovered that he could abuse the system. Now, it is up to Shibuya Gato. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba. I I except maybe Silverfang. Shora. Mr. Pegasus, we delivered the bomb to the child just as you instructed. Calamity Carl. Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Mega Cast. Hope you're all excited for another wonderful episode. And Bio Roxas. Coming at you through the power of the pyramid. To revisit these past events using the Millennium Microphone and save the world from the Shadow Games, just as that bad Egyptian bitch did 5,020 years ago. Is that the sub? I feel like the dub was a little bit different. It's a little different, but like it's not meant. Four <laughs> Kids was known for their mention of fat booty bitches. That and that's true. where we're cutting to the music, Carl. I hope you know that. Good. <laughs> yeah, move. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Millennium Microphone. Are the not the only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast on the internet, but the best. I'm calling that right now. We will be the best. <laughs> I don't know if you want to say that with me on the podcast. King of podcasts, baby. <laughs> King of casts. <laughs> oh, Hi, everyone. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Uh, uh, we we hope you enjoy us uh, talking about Yu-Gi-Oh because that's what this is—a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, specifically the original seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh. Why? Because it's cool. Yu-Gi-Oh raw. That's true. That's that Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty raw. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is very goaded. Like it's incredible. Except when it's not. I just want everyone to know I was lied to. I was led to believe this was going to be a Digimon podcast. I thought this was Mega Man, so. Dit, dit, duel. Dit, dit, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. So, Yu -Gi -Oh. so that latest One Piece chapter was really good with the part where they had the dragon show. Do I have to drag you to the One Piece corner already, <laughs> Carl? So that newest Minecraft update, guys. Get out. <laughs> we already have to use it. Anyway. So... Uh, what's going to happen is that we're going to watch a few episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! at a time, and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, for the sake of the viewers, I'm curious, how much experience does everyone here have with Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, I grew up with it. I remember watching that shit on Kids WB all the time. Never, never like, keeping up with episodes regularly, because sometimes I just wouldn't feel like waking up that morning. But, like, I'm, I'm one of those bitches who knows a lot of the dub by heart, especially Battle City. I love Battle City a lot. Battle City's great. Battle City's where Yu-Gi-Oh! becomes good. I apologize. Go ahead, Shora. <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. Um, I was an avid player of the TCG uh, since it fucking came out. I only, like, oh God, a few months ago finally sold off all of my trading cards, and now I kind of regret it. Oof. But, uh, yeah, I've watched the entirety of the original anime, including the filler. And let me tell you that filler. Oh my God, we are we are in for some. You are stronger. You're a you're a stronger human being than I. We are in for some nightmare, 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 nightmare. Um, speaking of nightmare, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you're correct, my good bitch. Yes. 
What do you, what am I supposed to, am I supposed to talk about how I, how I watched Yu-Gi-Oh? I watched Yu-Gi-Oh when I was growing up. What is your, what is your experience with Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Like, do you have any prior knowledge of the anime? Did you? I got in a fist fight with one of my friends over a Yu-Gi-Oh duel once. Wrong. <laughs> Truly embracing the heart of the cards. I watched, uh, I watched all of the original series and GX came out and there was a cat or something. I liked yeah. GX. Important question. Yes. Did you get in a fist fight with this guy because he got rid of your perfect Exodia? No, we were arguing about how the rules of the game worked, and I was just like, you're fucking wrong, and I punched him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow that's even better. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. It's okay, we were still friends after that. Damn, that that really is the power of friendship. (laughs) That is is a very strong bond. Children are dumb. Yes, correct. I was a very stupid child. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, and... Yeah, so I was one of those kids whose parents thought that Yu-Gi-Oh would get me demon-possessed. So I've never seen an episode before, like, two weeks ago. Damn, Hitotsumi Giant really will do that to a child. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, going by Yu-Gi-Oh GX... I, I don't get that reference. <laughs> but don't worry, when I get my Chaos Dual Disc... Mm-hmm. I'll get my Chaos dual, dual Disc, and I will put in the Seal of Orichalcos, and then you'll become demon <laughs> You don't know that yet. You will. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that. I can't can't wait to get to that part. There are going to be so many references that are just going to fly over this poor man's head. I've seen six episodes, so it's good. I like it so far. Then we'll catch up, and when he listens back, you'll be like, wait a second, you bitch. Hey. Hey, Bioroxis, here's something that we're not going to get to for like 94 years. And I just want to I, I just want to talk to you about this out of context. So, <laughs> OK, how do you feel about a plot point wherein a child sends his favorite trading card to space and it comes back as his big titty goth alien waifu that possesses <gasps> <What>? his body? <laughs> wait, OK, wait, wait. So the, the card flies into space and then transforms into a human. And comes back. Not just any human. A big, a big titty GF. <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking about. No. I'm excited for whatever the fuck is happening. <laughs> Please look forward to when we eventually get to Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I figured this is GX. God damn it. Of course oh, it is. Oh, God. Fuck. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So, now that all that's done, uh, we need to summarize the episodes we watched for the good people. And apparently the onus falls on me. So... We watched episodes one through six of Yu-Gi-Oh! And, in order to explain how those episodes go, we need to consult the pot of greed. What did it do? Okay, hold on. Let me just... <clears throat> According to pot of greed, the first six episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! are a clusterfuck that escalates from children playing a card game while their rich CEO classmate reads Zarathustra in the middle of their high school to... My grandfather's soul, it's gone though, what he do, uh, to Big Titty GF makes fun of small child for losing in card game to other small child before proceeding to get beaten by world's greatest idiot. So. That was a good summary. Thank you. <laughs> I literally just made that. Also, while you, were, while you were talking about that, I just realized that Kyber just never comes back to school. <laughs> yes. And also, the whole group just leaves school to go on this, like, island yes! battle tournament. <laughs> They're just like, eh, I don't need school. School doesn't <laughs> fucking matter, Yu-Gi-Oh! No. That's such a good point. The entire economy is card games. <laughs> no, the best part is, he was already the CEO of the company, so it implies that he literally just showed up at school for that one day, yes. just in case somebody talked about Blue-Eyes <laughs> yeah, White Dragon. Yes. Oh, let me just say this. 
If you were invited by the severed head of Walt Disney frozen in a cube to Disney World, do you think your school wouldn't allow you to go when you're invited by the man himself? I mean, my school wouldn't. But... Yeah, a lot of schools wouldn't actually, Carl. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, do you see... Well, never mind. <laughs> Listen, as the series goes on, you're going to realize Kaiba has the biggest dick energy out of everyone in Yu-Gi-Oh! Correct. I, we realized that in episode one. Yes, correct. Speaking of... All right. So... Uh, Bio, I'm curious what your first impressions oh, no. of Yu-Gi-Oh! are just from these first six episodes. Uh, it's definitely, like, made to sell cards, which is, like, any other, like, 2000s anime. <laughs> so, like, the which opening... is really funny, because the manga came first, and literally the only reason that this series, the manga that this series was based on, got made was because a bunch of kids run into Shonen Jump and were like, oh, can we buy the cards, though? Those cards are pretty good. So, is is the first... So was that first part like ever talked about in the actual anime? Uh, no, it's actually not. Uh, in the anime, people uh people tend to call that first set because it did get an adaptation by Toei. They tend to call it season zero, but it's really just like the original Yu Gi Oh versus the Yu Gi Oh that we know today because the card game blew the yeah, hell up. The original like first couple of volumes of the manga covers a lot of honestly fucked up shit. Like, it's pretty dark, but it's really good. Okay. Very um, dark. Kaiba straight up tries to murder people. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Fucking, I think it's like episode three where Joey's talking about the the bully that they got expelled or something. Or was that episode That's two? That's a plot point from original Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that uh. dude in the original manga straight up was running a goddamn protection bracket on Yugi after Joey and Tristan fucking, like... Super bullied. I feel that him. I have to remind you guys that Yugi literally lit a man on fucking fire in that series. Yeah. That wasn't Yugi, that was the Pharaoh. No. Same difference. Y- y- Yugi's a good boy. Listen. They're both Yugi. Oh, okay. Just in different so, ways. Yeah, they open up. Is it the first episode or the second episode where they're like, and there's a heart of light and a heart of darkness inside of him? And I was like, come yes. again? What? <laughs> like, no does yami. that mean that the. Kokoro no hikari. So it's like the older... Okay, so here's what I know, is that there is this kid that mm-hmm. has a necklace that yes. grows him up Correct. like by 10 Basically. years. That, that is More my understanding you got it. of it. So, yeah. He grows like two feet. Yeah, so the... the yeah. Is that one evil? No. Not it. Yes. Is the, the kid evil? No. Then? In the original manga, no. he murdered people. It's, Don't look, lie to this, this boy. This is complicated. <laughs> This is okay. this is a bit difficult to discuss, and honestly, that intro, considering what Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist ends up turning into, is really funny because, like, there's a heart of light and a heart of darkness. They're the same bitch. <laughs> they, okay. they have one brain, and that brain is, hee-hee, friendship, go burr. <laughs> so, here's the thing. The original manga absolutely intended for the Pharaoh to be evil as fuck. Okay. Considering this motherfucker... Yeah, he he was like a dark judge. Yeah, considering the fact that this mo- one of the first things this motherfucker does is, you like money, right? Well, here's a game for you. We're going to put stacks of money on the back of our hand and stab it until we stab our hands. Oh, no. Yeah, like however much you stab through, you get to keep, but if you stab your hand, His you His mind everything. crush thing... And then the guy literally goes insane. He goes, he... He literally fucking curses him to see trash as money. Yeah, the mind crush thing that he does in the first episode to Kaiba is 
what he did to so many people and I did so much worse. Oh, okay. The opposite. Because the the mind crush on Kaiba actually was to quote unquote save him <laughs> yeah. from his own like greed and all that. Yeah. But in original Yu-Gi-Oh, it's the opposite. He mind crushes you and then you go fucking insane and your hubris is revealed because you will see trash as money. You will uh um what are some of the other really good ones? Uh There was another dude that he didn't even do that, like do the mind crush to. He literally just lit the dude on fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was an escaped convict. He uh, got out of jail, went to the burger shop that Tao works at as a waitress, held the place up at gunpoint, insisted on holding her up and being like, hey, bitch, give me some alcohol. And Yugi walks in, the f- the f- the dark spirit comes out, and he's like, why don't we play a little game, asshole? And he's like, sure. And it's like, yeah, simple. Just balance this lighter on your hand on top of the bottle of alcohol while, while Yugi is pouring down the alcohol for him in the cup and the alcohol is overflowing. And as he's like, there's alcohol under my hand and there's a lighter, his hand starts shaking and then he drops it and gets set on fire. Yikes. It's a great, Yugi's like, well, if you try and shoot me, then- If you shoot me, the gunpowder will set you on fire, dipshit. No, it was, uh, if you try to shoot me, the recoil from the gun will make the lighter drop and set you on fire. But if you don't shoot me and stop me from pouring this alcohol, you're going to get covered in alcohol and you're going to drop that lighter and catch on fire. Original Yu-Gi-Oh is really good. (laughs) So you can't win this. It's really good. Um, (laughs) There's also a fucking chapter of the manga where like a video filming crew comes by and Yugi ends up mind crushing the director to be to only be able to see shit and censoring like mosaic censoring. Yes, it's really good. Uh, Hmm. Oh, and relevant to these episodes, the reason why episode one is so fucking fast paced as it is, and Mokuba comes out of goddamn nowhere. Straight up out of nowhere. Mokuba gets introduced really early as a villain. Mm-hmm. Yes. And forces Yugi to play capsule monsters twice. In the manga, the only reason that Mokuba. The only reason that Kaiba knows Yugi and his friends is because after Mokuba loses at games, he gets so upset and so viscerally angry that he's like, Big Brother, can we kill these fucks? And Kaiba's like, yes, and spends millions of dollars on a theme park of death. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiba is the most extra bitch. Yes. That's also where the fucking hand thing comes from because the smiley hand face. They literally did that because they were all trapped in an elevator. Great. Like, it actually has meaning in the manga. Here, it's just like, Taya's just fucking whipping out a permanent marker, like, <laughs> yeah, she's just like, here, let's draw a face. And I was like, what? Don't forget the bonds of our friendship. <laughs> Let me draw this face on our hands. Uh, Taya, I don't know if this is gonna wash you off. I think you used a Sharpie. I don't sniff it when I'm bored. My sister don't like tattoos, and now I got one, and I'm gonna be a thug for life. <laughs> it's so bad at the anime. It's like... God. You tried to cover so much, and you covered so little. So little. I love that the dub literally has her say, I'll mark us with a special sign. This emoji's all the rage. It's 2000. How are you doing, boys? Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a fucking smiley face. It's really good. Anyway. Can we just can we just talk for a moment about how Seto Kaiba in episode one straight up calls a goddamn board meeting? to talk about stealing an old man's trading card. I want that yes. card, boys. Got it, sir. Yeah, I love it. In the beginning, he's just like sitting there and listening to the other guys talk and he's like, oh, a, a card? I wonder if it's the one I want. And it's not like there's like hundreds of cards Imagine. <laughs> that they could be talking about. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This boy is also reading literal philosophy. 
He's reading Zarathustra as this is going on. And I think they cut that out of the dub for some goddamn reason. But in the sub, the book is Zarathustra. And I lost my shit because I'm like, you're the CEO of probably a Fortune 500 company reading a philosophy book while eavesdropping on a bunch of kids talking about trading cards and looking for the one dragon that you think is kind of raw. What is wrong <laughs> with you, Seto Kaiba? You are Imagine too much. I love if, you. like, the, the card that Yugi's grandpa was talking about wasn't the blue eyes. It was like, he shows up, Kaiba shows up at the shop and he's like, let me see that rare card, old man. And it's just Alpha the Magnet Warrior. No, it's Winged, Gra- it's winged Dragon Guardian of the Fortress number two. Fortress number two. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! For context, uh, I, I was talking about this uh, a little earlier. I never knew there was a number two to Winged Garden, uh, Dragon of the Fortress. It's great. Well, trust me, I didn't know for the longest time either until I physically got my hands on one, and I was like, there's a number two? I was just like, there's a number one. Where did all his friends go? Are they dead? (laughs) I saw the second one, and I went, two? Listen, there needs to be an entire archetype for these monsters. Konami, get on it. I agree. Yes. Guardian of the Fortress needs to be an archetype. Is there a difference between them, or is it just a recolor? (laughs) Is it just like... It's it's kind of just a recolor, but it's really good. (laughs) It's just a recolor. Oh, that's awesome. They literally swapped the background color with its color. I think they might have slightly different attack. That's probably why they didn't use it in the anime, because people would be like, wait, it's the same thing but red. Yeah, but beaver warrior's too important not to My beaver warrior! (laughs) I have to play with my beaver! Warrior. Okay. Beaver warrior. Are we going to hop into this episode one discussion? Uh, yeah, I was going to say. So, for for those of us who did actually watch uh, watch the dub as a kid, I'm curious what everyone's, like, memory of it was versus you actually rewatching it. Like, was there anything major that you had forgotten? Anything major that you're like, damn, that's surprisingly dark for a four kids version of a dub? The major thing that I've forgotten was how fucking bad this is. It's the best kind of bad, though. It is. Absolutely. So, I, I went into this knowing full well that the first episode covers the duel with Kaiba. Yep. I, for the life of me, I, I go into the f- that first episode and my mind keeps going, this is moving so goddamn fast-paced, what the shit? Yep. Ex- yep. By the end of the episode, I was like, was that five minutes or twenty? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like nothing and it covers so much. The, the uh, episode review I put at the end of my notes was... What a weird first episode. No explanation going so fast. They thrust you straight into everything. Like, you're supposed to know what's going on. And they didn't set any rules how the card game actually works. I mean, they don't do that until Duelist Kingdom, buddy. Or not even not even Battle City. They don't even do that till Battle City. <laughs> yeah. And even then, and even then, yeah. they still don't follow the rules. Well, at least Battle City's like, you can't just play whatever monster you want. You have to sacrifice cards. Meanwhile, here, it's like, oh, blue eyes from my hand immediately. Yeah, I'm watching that, and I'm like, y'all are cheating. <laughs> it's really oh, let me see good. let me see the exact moment it's also supposed to be eight thousand life points did it call up no. four kids um excuse me in episode one uh there was there was cheating can we please get a rewrite like, uh yeah yeah <laughs> like yes, 20 sir, years uh, later. Listen, listen that's not how the card game works i think you need to do more research yeah. <laughs> and it's like bud the card game didn't come out till 2002 what do you mean <laughs> What I wrote down about the the not sacrificing monsters was, wait, Yugi Gaia has what eight stars? You got to sacrifice two monsters to summon that you cheater. You deserve to lose, and your swindler grandpa should be in jail. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, real talk. This is technically a note from later on, but it's something I I just kind of thought about later. In the first season, 
if you can just summon any monster with any number of stuff, like any any level without sacrifices, why do people not just make a deck that is nothing but like level eight beat stick monsters? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you not make a deck that's just nothing but nineteen hundred? Because those cards yeah. are like super monsters? ultra rare. Because everyone else is using those like cards 600? are like super ultra mega rare. I don't know how to break this to you, but Yugi's grandpa owns a card shop. Yes. <laughs> he could literally just get those cards. Right? Also, <laughs> literally, Yugi basically says, yeah, I get pre-release packs fucking early, My bitch. grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba, except for Beaver Warrior. No, no. Beaver, but he's a funny Beaver boy. Beaver Warrior at least has good defense. Silver Fang is just 1,200 attack, 600 defense. <laughs> Be- I literally was thinking about that for my intro, and I was like, which card in his deck is the worst? No, Feral Imp's kind of good. Feral Imp's cute. So it's Horned Imp. Horned Imp's kind of uh, hot. No, Silver, Silver Fang kind of sucks. Does he actually have a deck? Yeah. Or is it just like, we're going to pull out random cards every time we want to? No, cool, he has a deck. A cool fight. It, it gets more consistent as it goes on. Like, what you saw with Weevil is okay. part of his standard from here on. Hmm. My Mammoth Graveyard! Mammoth Graveyard's still better than Silver Fang. It's true. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I I was literally thinking about this. Catapult, catapult turtle. turtle. Please be excited for Catapult Turtle Bio. It's going to be so good. so good. No one tell him what's happening. No that one tell him what's going to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that scares me. <laughs> it's going to be really good. look forward to future episodes. <laughs> when I hear that, I just think of either a catapult on the back of a turtle that throws rocks. I mean, or... do you want the card art? Because I'll at least show you that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. Third in general. By the way. My other idea is the turtle catapults other monsters. Interesting. (laughs) By the way, I love how Kaiba was like, there's only four blue eyes white dragons in the entire world. I'm going to destroy this one. I'm sitting there like, Kaiba, why are you begging? I was like, Kaiba, why are you begging this old man to give you this blue eyes? You're a rich. Have them make more blue eyes cards if you want them so bad. Also, also, why the fuck would they only make four copies when you can only have three of a monster in your deck? Well, he doesn't want it, right? That is really funny. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, why, that's he, why he doesn't he want people to make more. Ripped it, right? Because he's like, this is mine. It's my fursona. You can't have it. I want exclusive rights to the blue eyes white dragon. Did they talk about that in the dub? Because I remember noticing that in the sub of him like saying, oh, there can only be three of each dragon or each enemy in the, I don't think they enemy. actually bring it up in the dub, which is the funniest part, because I only know that because of TCG rules. They don't. Okay. They yeah. never do. Gotcha. Yeah, in the sub, they they mention, I can only have three of this in my deck, so that's why I won the fourth, so I can Yeah, so I can it. just... Shh. There are only four blue-eyes white dragons in the entire world. Never mind the entire blue-eyes white dragon archetype, blue-eyes toon dragon. Yeah, the fact that blue-eyes has become its own, like, really, really well-supported archetype is really funny, because I, I like it a lot. And if I ever get back into Yu-Gi-Oh!, that's the archetype I really want to run. Oh, it's a good archetype, and the blue-eyes always had good-ass card art, like... Yeah. I so had written down that when Kaiba's in there, like, I'll give you this briefcase full of cards, old man. And I was just like, just give him money, stupid. He doesn't want these shit-ass cards. And then Kaiba's like, you don't want my cards? How about money? Yeah, then he <laughs> went, how about money instead? I was like, okay, never mind. He did a good job, Kibo. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it shows that cards cards rule the economy. I'll write you a big fat check right now, When, right when Kaiba here. called up the fucking store to tell Yugi, I have your grandpa here, I was like, Bro, how'd you get his number? And I was like, oh, wait, it's a store. He probably just looked it up in fucking yellow pages. Literally. Yes. You have to remember this shit. In in Japan, the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime 
came out in the year 2000. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a Zoomer cartoon. That reminds me, I did write down something. Did they ever bring up Yugi Gra- Yugi's grandpa's friend who gave him the blue eyes ever again? It gets brought up at some point, but I'm not going to tell you with what context or when. He, um... I think I might remember the context. He does get brought up again later. <laughs> he he gets brought up again way later. I think either after Duelist City or after Duelist Kingdom. I'm not sure which. It's a plot point that they do but... not forget about. I'll tell you that. Okay. That friend also shows up in an entire filler arc. Yeah, I do remember that now. That I remember. I hate that. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Dear God. (laughs) And it's honestly the best filler arc in the entire series. Look forward to uh, also that nasty, that nasty little man that Kyber was talking to. I'd written down immediately after seeing him. What the fuck is this cue ball freak? He's on some D Gray Man shit. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was a fucking god. Nasty little goblin boy. Oh, if you think that man's a freak. Just wait till you see some of the other designs in Duelist Kingdom. It's so good. Oh, there's so many. Oh, God, that dude was a fucking troglodyte monster. All right, so the format I have just went out the window because we kind of just discussed both dub and sub for episode one. So we do Do we just want to go episode by episode and talk about this shit? With, yeah, let's with go. Both? Yeah, that works. Sure. All right, cool. So, uh... But before I before I move us on to episode two, can I just say this: the OP in Japanese is fucking god tier. I oh, love I'm sure it is. so much. All five of the JP openings for Yu Gi Oh, the original series, stupid good. The Japanese openings are good from what I've listened to, but honest to god, I cannot for the life of me, the, I can't rate them higher than the English opening. This is the weirdest section I've ever had where yeah. an English opening beats out the original, because. The English opening is just an instrumental track with a little bit of, like, vocal. But, oh my god, it's so fucking memorable and good. It's the fact that they use the instrumentation of, like, of like that, that weird wind instrument that gives off the, like, spiritual vibes that Yu-Gi-Oh! is kind of infamous for. It's, it's yeah. so good. Uh, before we move on to the second episode, I I wanted to mention that, like, I thought it was so funny that when Yugi's grandpa loses, he's like, ah, oh, like, I got physically harmed by this. I'm having a and fucking then, heart attack, Yugi! <laughs> and then he, like, and then he hands his deck off to Yugi, and he's like, I just lost this deck. Use it against him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you just lost with it. Like, what are you going to give him the I, same deck? I mean, Kaiba's not going to let him go back and get his deck now. That's actually a That's fucking note I, just... I have. <laughs> It just I just love that. Like he was just like, ah, oh, I lost her this. Here you go. It's powerful. And I was like, eh, is it? Yeah, I had written down after he did that, I was like, if only you'd have drawn Exodia with your shit ass deck, old man, he deserved death. <laughs> yeah, like, no wonder no one's ever summoned Exodia. You don't have anything to mill, you stupid old man. Let's see. My notes on that were literally just Grandson, take my dick. Oh, <laughs> Except no. the, the eye is censored. <laughs> no. And uh, also, fucking, oh god, oh right, why did Grandpa Moto just turn into a force <laughs> yeah. ghost? Every, he kind of does. Every time from this point on they show Yugi's grandpa as a force ghost, I just write, I'm so sorry for your loss, Yugi. <laughs> it's part of my note bits. Like, was no one gonna tell me, was no one gonna tell me that Grandpa was just a fucking Jedi the entire time? Like I didn't even think of that, Grandpa. Grandpa Moto played by Mark Hamill. Let's fucking, Let's fucking go! go. <laughs> <laughs> no, motherfucker, he can't be played by Mark Hamill. It's just like because he would just these epic. Yes. No, because he would just pop up behind Yugi and go, "Hello there." Yes. 
Correct. Hello there, Yugi. I love in uh in this episode and another one, like there's these like epic battles and like you have these like huge monsters that are on this field, but then like outside of the field, these like they act like children, so they just like steal each other's cards and rip them yes. up. They're like, ah, now you can't beat me with this card. It's the best of both shonen worlds. Cool battles with big fat giant monsters and kids being dipshits. Yeah. All right. Before Oh, there's a thing. What's up, Shora? Oh, this this is just transitioning into episode two. Oh. Fucking they act like the big hologram monsters are such a big deal in episode one, and then immediately in episode two, they're like, A, two week time skip, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> B, the, these fucking hologram projectors have just become commonplace enough that Pegasus is like, I'm going to throw a regional tournament with them. I love him. In fairness, Pegasus is filthy fucking rich. So he was just like, mm, this is cute, Yugi boy. What if I made 10,000 of these on a remote deserted island? Before we move on to, uh, mm, I really do like this thing Kaiba has. I'm just going to take that. Okay, bye. Before we move on to episode two, I would just like to read some of my favorite notes. Go off. Starting with, starting with, yo, Kaiba raw dog me daddy. <laughs> Wait, is he 18 plus? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's see. Um, What other good ones are in here? Yugi, I fucked your grandpa. Yugi, he fucked me, your grandpa. <laughs> I lost my black cherry. Don't <laughs> call it that, Carl. Oh, God. Uh, Hitatsumi giant raw. With the undernote, never mind, it's kind of gross. <laughs> My favorite line, monsters, real monsters. <laughs> uh, the the fact that Sagagin's the dark, whatever the fuck that thing's name was, the clown bitch, its attack was just mode Sagi seven. the dark clown, yes. Spinning things around. Oh, yeah. that reminds me. Fucking fun oh, fact so for episode funny. one. Negative energy generator? is not only censored in the English dub, but it's also not a real card. Of course not. Fucking, I it's had fucking, to look that it's up. It's a fucking stupid idea for a card. Why would you ever want that? <laughs> I had to look it up because I was like, huh, why, that that art looks bad because it was just the fucking like electricity around a big old letter E. Hey, you and know why? You know why that shit was censored? Because it was called Black Energy Generator in Japanese. <laughs> And then it was Black yeah. Magician in Japanese. I have one last note here to read, and it is Pegasus, more like Pegmesis. <laughs> Good one. I like He's him. very fun. I do love that... Okay, can I just can I just talk about the, the VAs for a minute? Because I think we need to talk about the difference yes. in voice acting here. How, how do, I'm going to list off the characters, and I want everyone here to say... If they like them better in English or in Japanese. So when I say Yugi, I mean both versions of Yugi. Uh, I like English so much more. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like the sub for the kid version of Yugi, but I like the dub for the old version of Yugi. That's fair. Dan Green. You, it's it's Dan fucking Green. You can't get better than that. That's my feelings exactly. <laughs> and what kills me is that every time... Every time in Japanese, uh, older Yugi laughs, it's this pathetic, like, it's this pathetic little chuckle where it's like, yeah, I'm about to cancel you on Twitter.com. How are you going to reply to that, bitch? <laughs> it's, I'm a tier three sub, ma'am. <laughs> See, that's baby Yugi. 
And the other thing is, I know that there's supposed, I know that there's not supposed to be a major difference in young Yugi and older Yugi and in their voices, but I find the lack of difference in JP really jarring. Mm-hmm. That's that's like, very it, fair. It makes more sense because that way they don't like they his friends don't catch on to the whole you know the puzzle like f- physically changes him a lot thing and it makes okay they blind it's like do they not notice that he literally he actually... fucking gets two additional height he went from three foot something to five foot something and his bills are all paid he has like a whole like animation where his like literally like there's a light like shining out all around him and he's like spinning and yelling and they're like oh what I'm, i blinked what happened <laughs> Here, here's my other thing jp cut out yugi yelling Yu-Gi-Oh when he transforms and i'm mad yeah <laughs> okay here's a question that i just thought of do you think it's painful whenever Yugi has to fucking, like, grow an additional two feet suddenly? He just goes through, like, a growth spurt. No, because I think I, I think that's magic taking care of the work. <laughs> I'm just imagining Yugi being like... We call that Viagra nowadays. <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> He's a child, Carl. You went over this in your Kaiba notes. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just imagining a really horrifying, realistic Yu-Gi-Oh where he just grows, like, two additional feet and he's just like... You hear his bones crack yeah. as the light erupts. Starts screaming. Ah! Ah! Joey! Joey, help! It's just Yugi screaming. I don't know what's going on, Yugi. Yugi, oh, God! Uh, do you want me to grab your bandage, Yugi? <laughs> My bones literally just lengthened. Uh, uh, I never went to medical school for this, Yugi. <laughs> yeah, if you had, your sister wouldn't be fucking blind. Oh no, don't get there. Now that's and just uncalled And as Yugi's collapsed on the floor, just like moaning in pain, Taya's like, "Don't worry, Yugi. We'll help you with the power of friendship." And my my is just like, "I'm gonna call 911. This bitch is gonna die if you fuck Look, don't you, stop your shit. you accidentally <laughs> one time and you shut hold it over. Shut the fuck up, Carl. Shut the fuck up right now. I'm stuck. I'm I'm vetoing you from this podcast right now. I, might censor that. I might actually censor that, and then the people will wonder what the fuck you said. No fuck, one will I've know. already laughed so hard I've gone through my water. I won't know after an hour from now. <laughs> Too far. Yeah, I'm about to go through mine. So episode two. <laughs> so episode two. Joey goes through a training arc, but we don't see most of it. <laughs> I love when fucking what's what's Yugi's grandpa's name? Um, uh, Yugi's grandpa. Grandpa <laughs> Moto. Oh no! Uh, it's it's Yugimoto, and it's hold on. When Bartholomew Moto goes up to Joseph Wheeler and says, "Duel Monsters is a very complex game," I was just like, "Buddy, you have no idea. You don't get to live to see half the shit they pull." His name off. is Solomon Moto. Yeah. Oh my god, what a Chad name! Good old Solly. Yeah, it's a much better uh, name from the original than. Uh, she's a gut to serenity because it's uh Gesundheit? Hold on. I just had it pulled up. Yes. Uh in, in Japanese his name is Sugoroku Moto, which that's fine. It's a bit of a mouthful, I get the change. And then Shizuka is a perfectly good name, and then they were like, No, her name is Serenity. She's a white girl. And I'm still mad about that. Serenity. That is her entire personality in the fucking series. <laughs> I mean, correct, but you don't have to Serenity. literally flag that from moment one. She's the type of bitch who would look at Joey and go, oh, big brother, look at this. And it's just one of those fucking live, laugh, love, but it's like Yu-Gi-Oh themed. 
trade, dual trade or something. Yeah, I don't know if I can buy this for you in good conscience, Serenity. I feel like I would implode if I ever bought this for you. Not like you have money anyway. Bitch. <laughs> anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Serenity's not in episode two. Episode, episode two. Episode two covers uh, Rex and Weevil's first appearance. Also a multiple week time skip out of I nowhere. I totally forgot that Rex Raptor sounds like he smokes five packs a day. Yes. <laughs> Why do you think little Karibo makes him and Weevil fucking Beavis and Butthead? Weevil, yeah, it's so, no. <sighs> Rex Raptor God. is fine. Weevil's so bad. I hate Weevil. Weevil's the worst. I hate Weevil so much. We Yeah, I'm glad everyone here agrees that Weevil is the fucking worst and I hate him and I'm, I'm happy to see him defeated any chance he gets. He's like that one kid when you're growing up that's just like evil for no yes. reason. Just like any chance yeah. he gets. That's Weevil Underwood, so, yes. Also, can I just say... Why would you ever willingly name your child Insector Haga unless you were conducting some sick experiment to see if a name can really impact a person? Because anyone who's named Insector is going to get bullied in school like nobody's fucking business. And clearly we will became a bully to fight back. That's I, that's backstory I consider canon now because why else would you name your fucking child Insector? When, when Weevil came on screen, my first immediate gut reaction typing it down was, God, I just want to destroy Weevil. I want to beat him until he's goddamn bloody, nasty little 4chan boy, ugly little sniveling weasel. He's also a child, Carl. We've been over this. <laughs> You think I won't punch a child? Listen, Carl. motherfucker. There is a scene in a filler arc like years okay, from no, now we're for not, us. We're not going to talk about that <laughs> scene. We're going to leave it. it's satisfying fucking scene. <laughs> we're going to leave it because that scene is really good, but we don't want to spoil it for the person who's blind on it. Oh, I know. That's, That's why I'm saying <laughs> look forward to the future, my man. <laughs> look forward to filler. So episode two covers uh, <laughs> so Rex and Weevil's first appearance. Uh, <laughs> Joey gets owned and Yugi gets a bomb mailed to his house. <laughs> a spirit bomb which blows up his grandpa's soul. <laughs> In which Yugi has to play the first actual shadow game of the series. Against Correct. Uh, Maximilian Pegasus. Or My in Japanese, character. Pegasus J. Crawford. That's so much better. No, I like Maximilian a lot for too. this bitch. Really, they're both very like, good names. I mean, we honestly. could just have the best of both worlds. They're very good and very strong. But what kills me is that in JP, he's clearly meant to be like from British money, and so he speaks in English, and he still says shit like "Oh, Yugi boy." When <laughs> shit, that's it's good. So good. When Pegasus popped up on screen when he was going to give that that the uh, trophy to weevil i had to write down maximilian pegasus don't put that eye on me <laughs> you really do love that soundtrack huh the soundtrack's are fucking good it's so I good i just have to point out a couple of my notes on this episode a package what is it fuck if i know is it possible <laughs> they heard i beat the world champ the spongebob meme <laughs> Lines that age really well. Weevil's a great strategist. The oh. Correct. Literally, strategy in a card game with no rules? Makes sense. <laughs> Let's see. How could your tiny dinosaur brain know? That was actually a good fucking line and I hate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm also just going to touch briefly on Weevil's fucking voice in English is so much better at capturing his sleaze and disgusting nature than JP where <laughs> Weevil is just a woman. 
What's wrong, Shibuya? <laughs> is it like... That's too good a weevil. I want to punch I you. Don't I viscerally like want to punch you like, now. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. You better stop that before I actually Hello, get queen. it. I'm a tier I hate three sub. <laughs> <laughs> One day Pokemon will recognize me. No, we're not talking about that. This ain't that kind of podcast. We're sticking with Yu-Gi-Oh, baby. I love Pokemon. I'll donate thirty dollars for you to look at my insect cards. No! No, 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 no. I wonder what's hiding behind no, this one, Queen. No, you basic insect! No. I'll show you what else is basic! I just realized, <laughs> just realized that he absolutely would call someone Queen because it would reference Queen Bees, and he would fucking do that. He yes. would do that. Yes. You're the Queen Bee in my hive! And be like, God, I want to strangle you. I want to drown you until the you're bubbles my- stop. I can't do it. I can't do a good evil. Otherwise, I'd be doing just going like, "You're my queen bee, ma'am. Let me be your killer." There's insect. a recurring theme of like Carl plotting violence against children. <laughs> yes, you're correct. Yeah. Just like just currently like writing notes and and oh god, getting a provisional diagnosis ready. <laughs> then you got fucking Rex. Rex god, Raptor. What? Yeah, Rex Raptor. Jesus Christ! Raptor. Listen, at least that's a better name than Weevil Underwood, which again. Yeah, really. What? I like Rex. He's he's like the shaggy boy. Yeah, like sh- like shaggy hair. Shaggy is that yeah. a word? He's like the he's like he's the little unkempt gremlin. Yeah, like he's little like rough a rough boy. A rough kid. <laughs> he's a sweet little rough boy. It's my little rough man. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Can we talk about how Weevil almost came when Pegasus handed him the trophy because it scared me a lot. <laughs> Again, literal child, Carl. You. S- <laughs> Tell that to the animators. He literally looked like he was about to be like, Pegasus, please take me to your back room. It's like, no, stop. Cut away. This is bad. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> the best part of this is we're not going to be done with these two characters ever in the entire fucking series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come back and then they come back and then they come back. Uh, and then really? they come back. I think they don't stop reappearing until the final fucking season. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. Yikes. So yeah, I don't know anything about the Shadow Realm or the whatever Shadow World. So when Yugi just throws in a VHS tape and he's just like, here, <laughs> let's battle against this TV. I'm like, what? Let's what battle in my Kingdom right Hearts now? Station of Awakening background. <laughs> no, I remember that that was a thing that happened. I sat here and was like, how is Pegasus app able to do this shit? And I was like, oh, wait, the Millennium Items just do the Shadow Game stuff. <laughs> and this is like, yeah, okay. the, the magic. So I actually had to write down a note on this. Something they never explain is Pegasus, like how Pegasus is pulling off this power. Is it just him playing via magic proxy bullshit? Or is this him seeing the future, building a counter deck for that purpose, and then top decking <laughs> everything he needed? Well, it's not the latter because Yugi literally goes and just is like, ha, you see the thing in my hand, but then what if I just play my Dark Magician from the top of my deck like a fucking Chad? Unless he saw that too. Also, so. this episode was a fucking ep- like exposition dump, and by the way, that one animation cycle, that's definitely not coming into play later, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually fucking wrote down, wow, fucking spoilers, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Half of this episode was just shitting on Joey. The other half was just exposition to make up for the lack of anything else. Who else (laughs) lost their mind when Pegasus pulled his hair back and in his millennium eye was a skeleton warrior? Yeah. (laughs) Because 
I started laughing so hard. I almost pissed myself. It was so fucking funny. And in that moment, Megalovania echoed in the void. I didn't know about, like, I knew there were other Millennium items, but, like, when he pulled it back, I was like, oh, my God. Do you want me to tell you what all of them are? Because it's really cool. Oh, it's really Kino. Uh, I know there's like uh, no, I don't actually know any of them. Yes, tell me. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna tell you what they do, because we'll get into that. We get into what all of them individually do. There's the puzzle. There's the eye. There's a ring. There's an onk. A what? There's a necklace. Oh. Uh, oh. the the onk is like an ancient Egyptian symbol. Yeah, it's Hold like on, the cross, me. but it has the they loop call at the, it the top. Millennium Key. Yeah, they call it the key. In yeah, they English. do. They do call it the key in English, but it is uh, this. But it's a Millennium item. Let me just. There's also the Millennium Rod. Yes. And the Millennium Necklace. Oh, okay. That's an onk. Yeah. You collect those in uh, Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> right? You don't. You know, you don't collect those. You you struggle to get those, and then you die. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see. Those are the relics. Puzzle eye. Oh, right. Uh, wait. A- Puzzle, eye, necklace, rod, key, ring, and, and scales. Scales, yeah. Yes. Mm. There are seven. There That's important. Because seven is a very Kino number. It really is. Uh, I'd, I'd also just like to point out, uh, when I was watching the sub, I made a very important note that was in all caps, and it was just... Why doesn't Yuki shout when he's transforming? I've been robbed of Kino. Oh, this was uh, this was the episode that they stopped the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh bit. Actually, no. So are you are you kidding me? No, because in English they, they still do it. They they do it in the next couple episodes. No, there's one there's one scene. Yeah, I think it's in the the English dub where they skip it, and I was so confused because like they they did it every time. It must be in like three or four. But there's, I think there's one time in the English dub where they just, like, don't use the line. Well, if they do it multiple times so within, like, a single episode, I get it. Oh, wait, no. I think they I think they dropped the Yu-Gi-Oh! bit by, like, episode five or oh, something. Oh, yes. That, that reminds me. At the uh, the end of these notes, right above, I'm so sorry for your loss, Yugi, when his grandpa dies again, <laughs> I had written down, this makes me want to rewatch Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Extra episodes? I emoji. Here's the problem with that. I mean, that would be a great commentary. <laughs> that would be episode. interesting, but that's also a lot of extra time and commitment on everyone's parts. So that's true. if you want us to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged as well as the original Yu-Gi-Oh! as well as some movies on occasion. Subscribe to Calamity Carl on Patreon.com slash GB Podcast. That's wrong. <laughs> that's entirely wrong. <laughs> you gotta do Feels voice. That's incorrect. <laughs> well you gotta do. Is, yeah, uh, guys, uh, it's me, Dan Video Games, and I need you to go subscribe to the Patreon. It's me, KZ Excellent, Raw. Raw. Kino Goat Raw Swag. It's Kino Raw Goat Swag. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be right, otherwise the URL doesn't work. Get it right, God. <laughs> yes. My favorite KZ is when he turns into a chicken. <laughs> Taking his heart completely different. <laughs> Oh, uh, this podcast is off to a great start, guys. Truly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the rest of the episode is Yugi playing Bad. a timed duel against a VHS. Yes. He loses on the fucking countdown. Yeah, and the countdown's on the VHS. Loses like on Blair. the countdown. Oh, so sad, Yugi boy. If only your summoned skull had attacked 
best, uh, you would have won. Oh, what a shame, Yugi boy. It's like, if bro. only we weren't dealing with animation lag. I'm like, hey, Pegasus, hear me out. What if Yugi had just rewound the fucking tape and then just kept it going? <laughs> that, <laughs> the time. that is maybe one of the it. biggest and funniest plot holes I've ever heard. Holy shit. <laughs> he also, really could have. I have to point out, imagine how fucked up the ending of that episode is from the perspective of a character where fucking you are just sitting there watching this VHS tape. Suddenly, all of a sudden, old man dies. Suddenly, the VHS just goes yes, staticky just like and you just hear an old man behind you just all of a sudden over. the old man next to you falls <laughs> over dead your friend suddenly went from a watching position to on his hands and knees with cards around him going no and you're like what the fuck just happened here's here's the here's the worst part because they don't show it they only show it from behind i'm i'm picturing having to turn around and looking and seeing yugi's grandpa's eyes fully open as he's collapsed <laughs> and comatose fully yeah, open blank everyone <laughs> and they're just like you, Yugi, I, th I think I think something's wrong with your grandpa. And Yugi's just still like sobbing and crying on the TV. <laughs> oh you, God. we gotta get your grandpa to a to a hospital again. Just, uh, we have to we we have <laughs> to transition into episode three real quick. Cause yeah, we do. Literally, I my biggest note: Why are you guys so easily accepting your friend telling you this freak job stole his grandpa's soul with some <laughs> magic? Like, does everyone just know magic exists? Is this a thing that everyone knows about and they don't give a shit? You, this is a weird coping mechanism you got for your grandpa being in a coma. Do you, yeah, I was going to say, do you have a better explanation for this child's grandfather immediately going comatose within, within the span of half a second and then time stopping and restarting in front of you like Zawaldo has just been activated? It was a very sudden heart attack. Honestly, though, I doubt they even noticed that time stopped because they don't notice any changes to, like, two feet taller. So they probably were just True. like, oh, what happened? Actually, yeah. I must have blinked and all. That's a respectable justification. I also want to point out this note from the uh, recap of episode three where I just uh, typed in all caps. My grandpa's dick has no pathetic semen, Kaiba. You need to stop. Oh Save that for episode seven, where we have the actual water type deck. Oh, oh! <laughs> so transitioning to episode three, we start with a dramatic protagonist rooftop scene, and uh, then some other shit happens. We get some Joey backstory, but who cares about that? We learned that Joey was originally a reprehensible prick and a bully. Yes. And uh, oh yeah, and then that, and then we learn about that bully who was in the manga, but Joey not the Tristan anime. Joey and Tristan used to be bullies. Oh yeah. Don't worry, Yugi was just acting. Cut to a cameo from a character from the original manga who then never shows up again. Oh, I forgot. I forgot a note from episode two where I wrote Joey has such himbo energy. Yes. And we're the same person. Can't win games. Can't count. Can't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I picked Joey for your art? Listen, Yug, we just wanted to toughen you up, so we took that solid gold puzzle you were working on and threw one of the pieces in, into the pool so that you couldn't get it. It was just a prank, bro. Yeah, it was just a prank. You gotta fucking cry to your yeah, grandpa. Does the, does the necklace grant wishes? Because he was like, I wish for best friends, and then I put the puzzle together. And there was like a friends. legend like, about what? the puzzle when they they never talk about this, at least in the Duelist King Mark, so I'm going to lay it down for you. Solomon Moto used to be a fucking archaeologist. And so he literally went to Egypt and found the puzzle on one of his digs and was allowed to just take that shit home to his grandson and, and was just like, there's an ancient legend about this puzzle <laughs> that it'll grant your, your wish if you can complete it. And yeah, 
That's basically all it is. Oh my god. <laughs> if only we'd actually gotten any of that as like an episodes for this series so it would make any form of sense. Did they do like an OVA or like a the, 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 it does exist as a season, just not in English. Yeah, that's uh, that's quote unquote season zero, oh. which yeah. is just the original Yu-Gi-Oh series oh. adapted into an anime earlier than this with some weird colors, like Hypocrite's lime green. It's a little off, but it's fun. <laughs> Yugi's just like, I don't care about money, and I'm like, Yugi, I care about money. I could buy so much common right Yugi, your grandpa's money. literally gonna go bankrupt if he stays comatose for all the time you're on Duelist Kingdom, please. Yugi, because you didn't take that prize money, our store's going to close down and I'm bankrupt and we have so to live on the fact, street. Fun fact, by the way, this is completely out of context for you guys. Solomon Muto used to be hot. Oh, hold on, like, I need to see unironically. this. Unironically. Used to be. Are you fu- what? Where? When is that? Where is that? Fu- like what? What? <laughs> Why is he hot? No! No! So good. I can't even have track this image you grandpa! No, stop it! God! I love that he, even his hair is just like this stupid fucking yellow spike sticking out. What kills me is that he didn't. <laughs> what kills me is that he didn't dye the back of his hair red. That's only Yugi. That but then he has that. gray hair behind him. <laughs> and Matt, oh my god, I just. Imagine if that piece of yellow hair isn't actually hair. It's just a hat that he passed down to Yugi. No! It comes off. <laughs> Joey's just like, hey, Yugi, what happened to the yellow streaks in your hair? He's like, oh, I didn't put them no. on yet. What do you fucking mean, no. Yugi? Carl. Yugi, Carl. are you No, Yugi. Yugi, are you telling Carl. Yugi, we've been friends for five years, no, Yugi. Carl. What do you mean? Carl, they're like cat ear headbands. Oh, no, that's even worse. <laughs> no, that's even worse. This is the worst. Nightmare, 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 nightmare. It's even worse. Episode three is all about going on the boat and skip school to go play. I was going to say, so episode three. Remember when Joey said, me and Tristan bullied you because it was for your own good? That's not how that works, buddy. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> it's like, we hurt you because we gave a shit. And it's like, no. You. Other other fun. Oh yeah, this is the episode where freaking Weevil's like, "Hey, I want to see your deck," and Yugi's like, "Okay, we're friends." And he, he pulls out the Exodia cards and just chucks them off the side. Say goodbye of the to your Exodia. <laughs> I, I just wrote down Yugi. Why did you ever expect anything good to come out of showing your deck to this clearly shifty little nasty bug boy? Here's the thing. He's 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 a, he's a regional champion. Uh, you don't know that he's a nasty little bug boy from Yugi's perspective. He's just a nice, kind lad. Uh, I'll admit. I'll admit there's one change in in the sub versus the dub that I'll get to in like episode four that I that I prefer in the original to the uh or no that I prefer in the English to the original. But point is, Weevil's a fucking piece of shit and I'm glad he got what he deserved. Just... Rex Raptor is a fucking simp and I'm glad he got what he deserved. Yes, yes, very true. I need to be speaking <laughs> yeah. of that. Yes. Um I had written down after my showed up and was talking to Joey and Yugi, my Valentine, more like my wife, you crush my balls, please, ma'am. Yeah. And after, while I was typing that, Joey just went, you can crush me. And I just typed, <laughs> Joey, and just smashed my keyboard. Yeah, that line came up and I was like, oh, this is where it Just like, no, we're the same. No. <laughs> no. Damn. Damn, Carl. Jo- Joey's just like you. His his journey's just we're like yours. We're Brooklyn. <laughs> oh look at my, me i'm just like joey my favorite reoccurring bit in my notes that starts this episode bakura bakura from school bakura who hasn't had a single line yet bakura who's been creeping in the background every episode that bakura bakura last name that teenager with snow white hair <laughs> the fact that bakura never speaks in any of these episodes but he is brought up for like 10 seconds to just set up that yeah he sure he's there 
cool. Can we can we talk about how some some rando on the boat just had a piece of Exodia? Yes, I had yeah. that in my notes too. No, here's here's the funny thing. I feel like the head is the ultra rare card because literally Yugi didn't recognize or give a shit about any of them until he drew the head, and then Kaiba was just like, ah, it's Exodia because it's his head. So probably the the limbs are commons, and then the head is like an ultra rare. I believe sounds it. about right. But does the only thing that they do is they're used to summon the yeah. like five card thing? Like if you have them all in your hand, you win. <laughs> but it, that's how Exodia works in the TCG, and that's how it works in the anime. Do they do anything no. by themselves though? No, by themselves they have like two hundred attack, three hundred defense. So why would people have it? They can also be used to summon <laughs> Exodia Necros, but that's way later. We're not getting into that until the filler. Please look forward Please to the look filler. Look forward to the filler. <laughs> Remember when Joey jumps right into the water to grab the cars and because I was just like, yeah, good shit, Joey, you're a champion. Don't get eaten by a shark. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, damn, Joey, you a Chad. Thank you. Real hero. But somehow, like, they just, like, stay around the boat. <laughs> they don't, like, they don't, like, float off. They just, like, all are able yeah. to, like, stick around the boat. Well, a, a couple of them float off. We yeah, only, got only got two, two out of five. Do those come back or is... Nope. They're gone forever. They, they just no. <laughs> Say goodbye to your Exodia was literal. <laughs> Say goodbye to Exodia! Real talk, Weaver Underwood couldn't come up with any anti-Exodia strat. Motherfucker, card destruction is a thing. Hand destruction is a goddamn yep. archetype. Card destruction, reload. Literally, there are... I'm sure... I'm, I mean, this is Duelist Kingdom, so those cards may not have existed, but there's cards in the TCG. No, card that destruction are just existed like, in in the original run. Card destruction was a okay. first yeah. run Yu-Gi-Oh card, and it literally just has the effect of send all the cards in your hand to the graveyard, draw a new hand. Okay, no, what I, what I was about to say was like there are cards nowadays that are just like yeah, activate this card, call the name of a monster. If your opponent has that monster in oh, their hand, oh yeah. they have there's, to toss there's it. There's those now, but fucking. That's true. That's good also. But that may not have been in the original series, is what I'm saying. No. All you have to do is create a deck with the purpose of destroying your opponent's hand. That's it. Now, we all have we all have fun here. Where's this going? We all know that uh, "Say Goodbye to Exodia" is the best line. No. In this episode. Well, in this episode, yes, because I was about to say my grandpa's deck has no pathetic but, cards. Kinda. But, but the second best quote from this episode comes from one Tristan Taylor. In another few hours, this sun will rise. I hate that because I can do a fucking pitch-perfect goddamn impression of Little Karima's take on that. In another few hours, the sun will it's rise. so perfect. God, that's so really good, perfect. Also, such a good line. I forgot it was real. I love Joey telling everyone else about his sister for the first time time apparently and Taya basically just being out here like your parents produced more of you fuck <laughs> what I love is that is that Joey literally is like ogling the prize money uh, for Duelist Kingdom and Yugi's like damn Joey I didn't know you were a greedy bitch <laughs> right. and then it takes Joey a full episode to sit Yugi down and be like listen I got a sister she's got she's got this condition where she'll go fucking blind if I don't raise enough money for this experimental operation and then Yugi's like, "Well, damn, Joey, you're not as gr- you're not as greedy a bitch as I thought. You're actually well, a decent dude. Wow." Throughout the whole episode, he's like, "Well, you better do better, Joey." <laughs> like, not even like trying to help him. He's like, "I'm gonna win." <laughs> Listen, Joey, I have to save my grandfather's soul. I think something's a little more important. 
Do you guys like that uh, Yugi's just like, I'll help you win, Joey. Don't worry. We're going to enter this together. But didn't sit down with him and like <laughs> duel his deck and teach him how to properly no. play the game at all. It's also really funny because uh, I, I watched a video by Mother's Basement a while back where he was talking about card game anime. And he brought up a, a very valid point of one of the scummiest things that Yugi does. He does in episode three. I'm not going to bring it up until it comes back later on where, where it's revealed how scummy it kind of is. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Also, I'm sorry, Joey, but I have to save my grandfather's soul. Yuga, you don't have to get all religious on me or anything now. I mean, listen, man, you, you can save his soul by going to church or whatever. That's that's your problem. <laughs> You, you don't understand. My sister's gonna be blind. She has a medical condition, Yug. Joey, my grandfather's literally going to die. I don't Yug. care about your Yug, we live in America. Grandpa. A pre-existing condition means that my sister's screwed. <laughs> Yug, your grandfather's like 70 years old. And he's a fucking sex pervert. He needs to die. No! He's not a sex pervert. He's a would never do this. Sugoroku Moto, however, might. His first fucking his first fucking appearance in the manga is him flipping up Taya's goddamn panties. In the manga, yes, but we're not talking about the manga. Oh, no. I will say that uh, despite Joey never telling his closest friends for however many years about his little sister, that is a very sweet motivation and it's a very cute scene that he has oh yeah no it's and i thought it was very nice and it's very well done it's it's almost like joey should have been the protagonist yeah you know what kills me is that fuck out of here yugi fuck your pharaoh bullshit what kills me is <laughs> what kills me is that serenity sends the tape and what and goes ahead and talks about like uh i figured you should see me one last time joey's not the one going blind honey that's not how that works you you no no like, I've always found that to be a really weird line. If I go blind, it's then I because... have to be taken out into the back and shot. <laughs> Stop that! No! It's just basic Japanese no. eugenics. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. Oh, what? No. Don't worry, Joey's at the bottom of the breeding pool. He'll get castrated. No! Oh, no! What if I... If he can't to... prove his worth with trading cards... Why have you all done this to my podcast uh. idea? <laughs> Why did I invite you people? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh good. Anyway, episode four. So they arrive on the thing. island. Do it. <laughs> episode four! Give it up for episode four! <laughs> Episode 4 opens with Tristan having the bright idea of trying to swim back to Japan. Oh, yeah. Correct. <laughs> They're like, swim back, and I was like, you're on an island. My guy, you're gonna fucking die. I don't remember if I uh, mentioned this bit in my notes. Sorry to interrupt you, Shura. <laughs> but every, every last one of my notes at the beginning, every single time, is intro still fucking slaps. Yes, Oh, correct. absolutely. So, episode 4, the entire first section of episode 4 is just... That scene in Parks and Rec that's just don't be suspicious, don't, don't be, be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, I don't be suspicious. Yeah. Also, <laughs> after he got caught, I wrote down, my heart gives me super attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So episode four is basically just 
They arrive on the island. Pegasus is like, I've invited the world's greatest duelists, but only like 10 of you have an actual design, so they're going to be the only ones who actually matter here. And they're mm-hmm. all kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, all no. according to Cake. Episode 7, you're going to meet a man. I think he's still like 17, yeah. but he's the most adult looking one of the bunch. He's also, a pretty big. I don't know. I'm sorry. You're forgetting one other very important American person. I'm not talking about that bitch yet. We'll get to we'll get to that bandit when we get to that bandit. Something fucking hilarious. In episode hmm. on my notes for episode four, I literally just wrote, Joey, dude, my guy, just go kick the shit out of a bunch of random fuck off kids that weren't invited. You're a main character. And then fucking two episodes later in episode six, they're literally like, Joey, maybe you should go duel some of these like you know, more on your level people. <laughs> I yes. uh put down on my notes almost immediately if this vast thing will get out of my way push a knife into weevil's heart please i'm begging you (laughs) so concerning Uh, weevil underground because he's fucking dead now (laughs) weevil underground because i buried him in the dirt alive he's going (laughs) to suffocate no he liked that he gets to die with his bugs no so a worm just crawled it so in this episode they see weevil they chase Weevil, and then they learn the big gimmick of this tournament is that every dueling area basically has a field spell built into it based on the surroundings. Which, Which is yeah. like Yugi forgets bef- until like it comes up. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. I remember all of this. And it's like, yeah, what? honestly, not a bad concept for what's essentially a massive ARG like TCG tournament. It makes sense. It's cool. I... But damn. I can't keep silent about this anymore. We have to talk about how these fucking the editing in the dub is just the worst. Yes. Oh god, it is. All of the hard cuts and zero transition just like straight just bam, there we're into it now. <laughs> it's like you're killing me, dude. At least have some fade ins and no. outs. No, they can't do that. Four kids doesn't have the budget. They spent too much of it on Dan Green. That's that's true. Also in this episode, Bakora from school? <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, yes. But uh, this episode, there's one change in in English that I like a little more than JP. And it's that in JP, Weevil's like, oh, because I won the tournament, Pegasus told me the gimmick of the island before anyone else so I could use it to my advantage. But in English, he's like, I stole the fucking rules from Pegasus, <laughs> dipshits. And you I had think to that make really... him as reprehensible as possible. It works so much yes, better. Yeah. It, it just really fits Weevil a lot better because he's this conniving little scumbag who will do whatever the fuck it takes to win. And I like that he would steal the rules from the man who invited him here with privilege. As opposed to, oh yeah, here you go, Weevil boy. Here's the fucking rules. Use them however you like. And then he's like, oh yes, thank you, Pegasus Sama. My favorite part of this episode was when a bunch of kids see Weevil and Yugi dueling and they're like, who's that going over there? I see Weevil. Who's he going up against? And Joey's just like, that's my friend Yugi. He's very good. And he has me, his best friend. And these guys here, he points to Tristan and Tay and he's just like, they're trespassers. That's so good. That's such a good line. (laughs) I was like, that was so fucking funny. (laughs) And these guys, they're trespassers. And these guys, they're not allowed. Get them out of here. <laughs> I also would like to say, every single time they show me that they start with 2,000 life points, I feel my real life life points I cringe. drop. It's so it's bad. So, it's so bad. It's so bad. 
No, 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 no. Like no, four thousand no. is what I'm used to. Four thousand is my standard. I get, I get that it's eight now because the card game has gotten so far Insane. out of control. Yes. No, it was always eight thousand. No, nope. not in Battle City. Not in Battle City. <laughs> no, no, no. Battle in City the is actual 4, TCG, it was always eight thousand. For some reason, they decided two thousand because they were using the weird rules, and then they went to four thousand because they were like. What rules? They were using the weird rules, rules of fucking right. you can summon any monster. Let me tell you a little note I have about Duelist, uh, about Duelist Kingdom and Duel Monsters and Duelist Kingdom. You ready? Duel Monsters rules in Duelist Kingdom are just a vague suggestion that no yeah. one has to accept. Like, what the fuck are rules that's, in this video game? That's summed up perfectly just by the fight against the Weevil. Yes, correct. That's literally where I wrote it down. I wrote it down in one of the later segments that we're going to do. Throughout the entire duel, I legitimately could not tell whose turn it was at any given moment because they were both basically playing their cards at the same fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no concept of how turns work. I just see they just like kind of like cut each other off and be like, ha, it's my turn now. I'm going to put this card down. <laughs> and it's like, let me explain what? how yep. let me explain how turns work in Yu-Gi-Oh! Just for a little bit of reference. So. The way the turn works is you start with your draw phase. That's where you draw a card. Then you have a standby phase, which is where some card effects will take place if they specify during a standby phase. After standby, you have main phase one, where you can set spells or traps and then play monsters. Battle phase, where you can battle with the monsters. Main phase two, where after you've fought, you can clean up and maybe set another card if you hadn't the first time. And then your end phase, which is where your opponent gets to start their turn. My brain melted halfway through that, but... That's fair. Uh, it, it's, it's a little bit much. But, ba- but basically, draw, draw, wait, play, battle, play, end. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they don't have any of those in this. Correct. They just have sort of, all right, draw and now do whatever, and then don't even declare when your turn is over. Just like your opponent goes when they feel like you've had enough. <laughs> Also, for some reason, just go ahead and fucking, like, announce that you're playing a trap card. Go ahead, my dude. No, it's so fucking funny when Weevil does that, and it's like, bitch, you expect not to get countered? When you're just saying, I've played a trap card, you. Also, like, no, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you if you say that. Also, can you imagine how actually horrifying this game would be in real life with these massive monster holograms and the generic monster sound effects? Yes. Oh, it'd be I would clap great. every time. I'd love that. You I've just, been waiting for the day you just where we can just have real dual discs. VR. You just, you just play a card and you're like, I play Karibo. And suddenly this massive fucking heavy realistic Karibo just comes into existence and you're like, holy shit. Shora, Shora, you've just given me the worst, the worst visual in my mind. Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, holographic duels, but all of the graphics are in the style of Jump Force. Oh, oh god. Please oh. no. <laughs> I hate it too, don't worry. I'm also in pain. Oh, it gets it gets so much worse too, considering that the monsters range from adorable and cuddly Karibo to massive fuck off dragons to giant bugs. Imagine Thousand Eyes Restrict in the style of Jump Force. Uh, I'm gonna oh, scream. That's, That's terrifying. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh bugs to get away from Thousand Eyes Restrict in that style. <laughs> Well, when you bring it up My again. favorite thing, my favorite thing that Weevil did was go, all right, I have this really strong bug out and I have these equip cards in my hand that I can equip onto a card 
So I'm going to put out a weaker monster and slap these cards onto that. And I'm like, buddy, you can just put them on the stronger one. Right. You can just have one really big beat stick. True. He has nothing against you right now. Very you true. You can just be untouchable. Yeah, literally, Weevil would have won if he if he had put his uh, laser cannon and power boost on Hercules Beetle. Also, don't think those are real cards. No, they're not. <laughs> I think the laser cannon is, but I don't think the, the boost is. The boost is definitely not. I think the Hercules Beetle is a real fucking card. Hercules though. Beetle is, in fact, a real card. And I know Killer Insect as well is a real card. Um, I know that B is. Yeah, so, or Killer Needle, transitioning, rather. Transitioning. They duel for a while, and then we find out it's a two-parter episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, episodes four, five, and six were the ones I had on VHS growing up, so I knew these by heart. So I went back to watch it, and I'm like, ah, at just as shitty as ever, Weevil. You little fuck. Because that's Sounds all I had right. to watch whenever I wanted to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid. I just had the one VHS of three episodes, and two of them were Weevil, and I, I cried a lot. I hated it. <laughs> So we transition into episode five, where more of the same shit happens, except now my Valentine is here to to, to riff off of this Can duel. I? Can I just call mm-hmm. out Taya Gardner, Anzu, the Chad in Japanese, the calling Chad. my a, and I quote, pheromone-filled hussy. <laughs> Literally, I read those subs and I had to pause and just be like, is that, is this real? Am I hallucinating? I, is, is she really so calling good. her just a she, slut? She shouted that and I just went, holy shit, go the fuck off, queen. Taya Smash has never gone so and... hard in English in her life. Literally, my first note for episode five is just, yeah, nobody asked you, my, you harlot, go put some clothes on. <laughs> Also, my first note for episode five, sorry to interrupt, but my first note, I have no context as to what it is. (laughs) It's just the simple sentence. I shit my pants, Yugi. (laughs) I do not remember the context whatsoever. I have, I have, I have a note this morning. I have a note where I have context. It's, it's in all caps. Yo, Yugi just said he had no skill and his win was a fluke. What a Chad. Cause in JP, Yugi's just like, ha, weevil. You have no skill as a duelist. Your win was nothing but a lucky guess or something like that. And I just went, yo, call him out, Yugi. Holy yeah, shit. Fucked him up. Oh, Yugi said, like, I'm still here waiting for the sting, Weevil. I was like, yo. The fucking fuck puns. I love like, the puns that they, they slip in. <laughs> the puns and the clapbacks are so good. So, I love it. Episode five is basically just. The second half of the duel with Weevil, wherein he wastes fucking four turns trying to get a moth out on the field. Yeah. Okay, can I just, can I just, Weevil said in five turns, if, if the basic insect evolves into ultimate great moth, that Yugi's dead. But then Yugi breaks the cocoon (laughs) on turn four, and then the moth is still formed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a concrete number you said there, and then it wasn't that number, but it still so, did it. So what if it emerged early? In the TCG, there's perfectly ultimate great moth and great moth, but you can only get them out by tributing the cocoon on either the fourth or fifth turn. They're fucking useless because that's their only effect on the card. They have yeah. no other effects. They're just big beat stick insects. Yup. Yes. 
They're the worst. Yeah, Five Weeble is the worst. You're right. Five turns for a 3,500 attack point monster is not good in any circumstance. Well, in modern day Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, Weeble's just a piece of shit. But, like, back then, back in the day, that wasn't terrible. Especially when the cocoon has 2,000 to start, and if you beef it up, it can have more. Motherfucker. Tribute summon for a blue eyes and then mega morph. There you go. You basically have a 6,000 attack point beat stick right off <gasps> I the forgot. bat. I forgot. I forgot about the 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 one note that I wrote down when Taya started going off on Mai. Yeah. Which was uh, Taya at Mai. My guess is no one's ever loved you before <laughs> because you know nothing about hearts and love. <laughs> I'm going to make that edit, and that's going to be the thumbnail of this. I hope you realize what <laughs> yeah. you've done. Let's fucking Please go. write that shit. Please write that shit down in the memes channel so I can fucking remember to make that. My later. guess is. Nobody ever loved you. And it's just Yugi in the back, like tiny Yugi just going, Taya, what the fuck? <laughs> Taya, bro, it's just a game. I never knew that Yugi was in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's so good, man. God, oh. fucking. B b when, when fucking Weevil's just like, I'm going to win this duel, Yugi. My moth is unstoppable. And Yugi just looked at him and went, duel. Was, uh, yeah, bud. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you got it. You're right. That's where you are. By the way, why the fuck does the stroke? moth sound like a fucking elk? Yeah, that <laughs> moth just like screeches like it's Curse of Dragon. Yeah. It's really funny. Bro, the the fucking insect he summons that shouts like a rhino. It's like w w hello. Fucking the fucking moth. Legitimately, that is just the noise an elk makes. That is just some generic free use sound effect that they slapped okay, on. Okay, what, like, what, what do you think four kids had to work with here? What do you think four kids was working with here? Oh my god, it's just great. No, it is. It's really good. Also, can I just point out that feral imp in JP? His name is just Gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it's see. really um, good. I love it. Other notes I have here are Weevil. You can't attack multiple monsters at once. Great Moth doesn't have an effect. That isn't what this card does. God, this is going to be the fucking theme of this season. I should yeah. have skipped this episode. <laughs> no, you can't. It's required viewing. I uh, wrote down, Yugi, do you really not have any equip cards to make Gaia stronger? You suck so bad. Equip cards right? don't fucking work. Equip cards don't fucking work, remember. Oh, uh, you're right. Because because he tried he tried Horn of the Unicorn and Feral Imp, and then it was just like, hey, field power bonus means magic cards are shit. Yeah, that still makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't, um, but like the series also, is gonna pull it anyway because of course it is. Also, fucking Joey on the sideline shouting, "You gotta get fired up!" I have a note that's just get fired up. The best part is that that I expected that shit to to like not translate from the sub to the dub, but it did. That's one of the few bits that is like the exact same. He says the oh, same shit. shit in Japanese. It's really good. This episode was beats. good for one thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. But this episode's good for one thing, and it's a lot of the one-liners and funny sentences that are just said. Yes. Go ahead. Um, isn't the way he beats him like the moth with using fire that like burns the forest or something? No, he no. he burns the forest around the cocoon to break the cocoon because oh, then that gets rid oh, of the field oh, power bonus. Right. Yeah, yeah. The way he beats the moth is fucking absurd because apparently. Apparently, Makiyu has an effect where, like, yeah, electric attacks kill the bitch. And then he's just like... No, Shibuya, it wasn't that. He played his mist card. No, Makiyu, the magical mist. And it made the field wet. Yeah. yeah. It, no. It made it, the field wet, Shibuya. It made the moth wet as well. 
That and obviously just gives summon skull an extra thousand and attack points. And my summon skull uses lightning to attack. <laughs> yeah, even though summon skull is an earth monster and there's no explicit like description of there being lightning, except like in the card description, but that doesn't really do much. And my sits there while Yugi shouts, "I play the summon skull," and she goes, "What's that?" And like it's the summon skull, my. He, he, ju- <laughs> he just said attention. it. He just said it, ma'am. Ma'am. By the are, way, are, are, are you do deaf? Your ears work. Honestly, Mai was only being rational at the end of the episode. Like, the chances of coming back from 50 life points. That's fair. They're fucking astronomically low. But also, close your mouth, I, Mai. You're going to attract flies. Shura, Shura, I don't know how to break this to you, but I had a moment exactly like that <laughs> where I was dueling one of my dear friends <laughs> and the one you beat up. Uh, got her down <laughs> to about either 100 or 50 life. I think it was 100 life points. And I was like, there's no way that she can recover from this. She summoned the strongest possible monster that she could and destroyed me in two seconds. And I went, you've got to be fucking kidding me. No, that's what I call wrong. fucking good, bitch. I had more (laughs) than fucking 6,000 life points on her. And she just destroyed me with this monster. And my deck just went, no, you're getting nothing. You're getting nothing that you need now. And I was like, all right. This is what it feels like, huh? Damn. So, uh, This is what Yu-Gi-Oh villains feel, huh? (laughs) So yeah, episode four and five are definitely my least favorite. Bad. Out of everything. Yep. Um, transitioning into episode six, however, Joey episode, Joey episode. Correct. That's literally my first note on this episode. I want to finish off with the episode five, with this uh, this little cap I put here of... Uh, this episode highlights the fact they had to make shit up to make things interesting. Because imagine trying to play this card game with your friends and you go, I play Mist card and you summon Skull's electric attack to destroy your monster. Because you'd get punched in the throat and bullied for the rest of your yes. life. Yes. You absolutely would. That's very true. Is that from personal experience? <laughs> so episode six. Um... Joey episode, baby, let's go. <laughs> yeah, episode six focuses around Joey. Joey, this was literally the best thing. episode out of all of these. Not really, because I cringed real hard at this one. I'll t- I'll tell you why later. This episode is a is a single, single episode duel. Which let me tell you, single episode duels get rarer and rarer as the series mm-hmm. progresses. Look forward to our our episode, which is just us discussing one duel, which takes up five episodes. Yep, that one's gonna be fun. The episode starts oh, yes. with Joey getting a flashback sequence where he takes his sister out into the middle of the nowhere so that they can um, go grocery shopping. Yeah, grocery shopping. Don't worry, sis. I ain't gonna sell you organs or nothing. But my note was, where we going, big brother? You ever hear of a casting couch, Serenity? <laughs> you fucking stop that. They're children, Carl. They're literally children. Do I need to have a button that is just Carl stop? Carl stop. I mean, Carl my stop. note was yes. literally just, Big Brother, why have you taken me to the middle of nowhere? Don't worry, sis. We're just going uh, grocery shopping. Yeah, grocery shopping. Just look at the pretty flowers, Serenity. See, if I had known you guys were going to take notes like this, I would have prepared in the same take way. Any notes like this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I have four lines. Well,. <laughs> Let, let, let's let's be real here. When Joey was like, "All right, I'm gonna duel my my note for that was cream in her guts." Joey, you need to <laughs> cease. I mean, Please? my entire my entire notes for this episode. This episode has the least number of notes for me because it goes from Joey episode to cute flashback to Joey almost has a strategy identifying field advantage. Wow. 
Almost. He's He nearly gets it, and then he completely fucks it up with Yugi screaming, No, monsters on the ground are weak to flying monsters. And then Joey's like, But what if I did it again, Yugi? And then continues to lose Dumb. life points. Dumb. Meanwhile, Taya just spends the entire episode wanting to murder the thought that is my. Correct. <laughs> this is uh, her, like, psychic ability where it, it turns out that she can smell her cards. Yeah, she just yes. smells the cards. <laughs> she just sprays different perfume on every card and somehow the odors don't mix. And right. somehow, like, no one, somehow there's no one with any kind of allergies on that boat to be able to call out her bluff. And I'm so fucking mad because literally every time I think about it, I have an allergy right now, motherfucker. If she, <laughs> if she came within five feet of me with that deck, I would smell it immediately, sneeze, and go, you! <laughs> Oh, also, okay, somehow so. the fucking cards don't get water stains or goddamn, they don't warp or yeah, anything. Yeah, that deck is going to get ruined. Like, what the fuck so are you doing, Mai? I think it's the second episode where the Rex kid fights her, or is that oh, episode third. three? Yeah, because um, three. three is the book. I, I, like, must have missed where they were using her deck to, like, play the game. And so I thought she, so, like, when, when they started explaining her, like, her trick, I was like, wait, so... Back in episode three, did she spray the other kids' cards to like learn how to do the psychic thing? And so oh, I was no. just confused the entire episode. I was like, wait, what? No, episode three, the whole shtick is that they played a little game where Rex shuffled her deck and just pulled cards and she named them. Mm. And then they dueled after that. Yeah, I but just, the duel, I that duel was entirely off screen. I, yeah. I get where that might be a little confusing. Two things. First off, when they uh, had that shot where they're all looking out at all the, the dueling stadiums. Yeah. I was just like, I want an edit of them looking out at the stadiums, but the Jurassic Park theme plays. <laughs> but it's the shitty flute Jurassic Park theme specifically because exactly. it's, all, oh it's all these no-name NPCs. And the second note was, just steal the chips from sleeping duelists. Easy peasy. No target's easier than a sleeping you, one, Taya. You know someone's gonna fucking do that. I would do that. <laughs> I know you would, you dishonorable movie. fuck. And if they'd woke up and be like, hey, who? I would sock them in the <laughs> face. They have no proof. You think they're gonna have body cameras on them? Nah, dude. These are mine. I won them fair and square. You I don't know what you're talking about. You lost, buddy. The island has not been rigged with hundreds of security cameras. No. No. Look, Pegasus likes that kind of hustle. He's the, he's gonna let it slide. <laughs> no, he's, he's gonna be like, no, ooh, the savage. fuck, he doesn't. Honestly, like, ooh, I think I Pegasus like would be like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yes, punch the child. <laughs> punch him more. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yes, <laughs> blood for the blood god. <laughs> Murder the child for me! <laughs> Mr. Pegasus, you pig. need to calm Spill down. No, I want them to murder each other! It's Lord of the Flies, bitch! This episode's just gonna be called Children Beware, Carl's Coming. That's bad in every possible way it could be! Yeah, well, you're acting as though you've been a fucking saint all episode, Carl, which you clearly haven't. But that doesn't sound as much as I'm going to kill them as it does that I'm going to touch them. <laughs> you oh, literally no, started no, out with no, comments no, about Sonokaiba and you were like, is he 18? Oh, no, no. And you were talking about Joey Creamy and Mai, so you don't get to say anything about that <sighs> shit. I mean, Mai's a fucking fully grown adult. True. At least those are two consenting same-age children. What they do is their own business. 
I also wrote down uh, Joey and Meyer, me and Shibuya. I'm going to vomit blood. I don't use harpy ladies, motherfucker. We're not. No. <laughs> yeah, but you're a bitch. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I mean, Joey has, and I mean, Carl has harpies, so there you go. That's Please look mm, forward. I mean, I mean, I do use, I do use Red Eyes Darkness Metal in one of my decks, so that's kind when of my doctor funny, tells actually. me it's between me and him. <laughs> you two are just fucking gender swapped Joey and my. A little that's, bit. That's very true. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> because I did write down, yeah, I'd fuck this harpy girl. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck all three of these birds. I mean, I would use a time wizard and flip a coin and leave the entire duel to chance just because I'm angry. <laughs> so Harpy's raw. That's that's so, fair. So highlight of this episode for me was my basically just being like, I just want the prize money. That way I can live off of playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Hell yeah, my you go girl. Find the easy way out of life. Duel for money. Yugi mentioning how a tactic Joey was doing was used in wartime and just going, trust me, I know. He's like, they've been using it for millennia. I would know this. I'm like, shut up, you pharaoh piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We get it. You're old. I used it to kill my enemies. It's so funny. I was like, there's such a shit heel move and it's the best. Oh my God. Joey. Joey, let me tell you about the time we murdered an entire village and melted their blood down into gold. Look forward to the final season of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no. I figured that's what you were referring to, and I'm just like... Oh, oh. I also some, really... Uh... There is some lore behind the Millennium Items, and it's fucked. <gasps> Whoa, wait, are the Millennium Items created from people's blood? No. Shh. We'll get to Don't that. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> <My favorite> <laughs> You're on this ride, you can't leave. Carl, however, is at risk of eviction if he says one more horny thing. <laughs> My favorite trope in Joey duels is Yugi in the background just going like, You can do it, Joey! Oh, wait a minute. I have faith in you! It's so good, man. Believe in the heart of the cards, Joey! No, you, Yugi just oh, in I the just, back. Oh, man. Joey, I just stepped in some poo. Oh, dude, who did Tristan? Tristan, stop! <laughs> You can't poop! No! There's a bathroom! Right over there! Tristan! Tristan! <laughs> but Yugi, we're outside! It's my outside time! Yugi? Yugi, the leaves tickle my butt and it's funny! <laughs> Yugi just in the back of, in the back during a joy duel just going... Joy! Joey, kick her ass! Joey, hard the car! Joey! Joey, what are you doing? Baby dragon sucks. No, Joey, put it back. Don't ask me how I can see your hand. I just can't. Joey. Like during Joey's whole fight, it's just like actually Yugi playing, but he's like, it's like when you have a younger brother and you let them play for like a second, but you're actually telling them how to do everything. Yes, yeah. actually. Joey is the player two of Yugi. I need to be led outside to go pee. Oh, Joey puts down the baby dragon and fucking Yugi's just like yes baby dragon that's a good move <laughs> Yugi come on the fact you can that do the a baby, baby dragon. dragon just starts making fucking kookaburra noises killed me I love dragon. baby dragon it's real kino also, baby dragon's real cute also since Carl can't make any more horny comments or he'll get evicted let me be the one to go ahead sure, and say aroma strategy nice. is just a kink a correct. B. Ladies are just B. A I still hate it because, as someone who's very sensitive to like perfumes and shit, 
as I was watching that episode, literally, I, I smell from across the hall someone spraying perfume. And I started sneezing, and I was like, oh I don't God. like smell-o-vision. This sucks. Nightmare, <laughs> nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Okay, real talk, I need an edit of that sequence where they just take Mai and replace her audio with that one fucking sequence from Dragon Ball Z abridged of King Kai going, It's just my natural musk. Musk. No. I, I like that... Joey's friend's idea of encouraging him is just, you can't lose this duel, Joey. Think about your sister. It would be a shame if something happened to your sister because you lost, Joey. No stress, Don't Joey. you think it would be bad if you lost because your sister would do- be blind forever? Yeah. Joey? Hey, no stress, Joey. But if you lose here, your sister's going to be shot. Joey, if you lose, I'm going to take a dump on her like I did the floor here. Tristan, stop. I only have so many bags. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm also just going to bring up now, uh, like, a thing that I, that I enjoyed that I never knew was actually changed uh, between the dub. Because I'm just now watching the sub for this. So when Joey closes his eyes, in English, it's Yugi telling him, Concentrate, Joey, you can come up with a plan if you just focus. And in JP, it's just like, I'm gonna fucking lose. My sister's gonna go blind. Is this how it feels in the void? See nothing? (laughs) It's such a grim change. God damn. That's why they had to change it. (laughs) Otherwise, children would have more depression than they would normally. Yeah, but they still address the fact that she's literally going blind, so it doesn't make sense. Okay, can we can we just address how fucking brutal the Pharaoh was talking to Mai like, Your time is running out, Mai. Everyone ages. No amount of plastic surgery or hair dye will help you. Yes. Yeah, that was ruthless. The Pharaoh just goes all in. It's so strong. The Pharaoh was just like, Bitch, you're gonna fucking turn ugly. You thought. I still stand by that that this was one of the best written episodes out of all of these. Out of these first six? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Out, out of, of these first six, this is the strongest one. I'd, I'd say out of these first six, this one was definitely one of my favorites. I think I'm still a little bit more partial to episode two with the Pegasus fight. Yeah, two is pretty good. But at the same time... I don't know. Mm, this one's definitely a top contender. I I would say this one is up top, but I also, I don't know, I like the hectic, fast-paced nature of one with all of the one-liners that I just remember so well. That's, that's it's fair. It's really good. Episode one makes me feel like I just snorted a bunch of coke. <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way. I just like that this duel didn't suck ass like the Weevil one where everything was super made up. The only thing that sucked about this duel was, you can't hit a, a flying monster with a land monster, Joey! Because I was like, that, okay. The fact yeah. that he did that See, that twice, that's at least yeah. the bullshit rule that kind of makes a little sense. Like, yeah, exactly. land monsters have a disadvantage. Okay, that's cool, I get it. I mean, that's legitimately a fucking rule in Magic the Gathering. There's monsters with flying that can't be targeted by any monster that doesn't yeah. have flying. Hey, fun fact, Kazuki Takahashi based duel monsters in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! manga on Magic, straight up. Yeah, it's that's really fucking, good. that fucking shows. Yeah. I just love that this episode showed that Joey's 
a bit more of a fleshed out character than people would give him credit for. Yes. And that he's not just a bumbling idiot and that he does have his his moments. He's a bumbling idiot with a heart of gold. He's an idiot yeah. that you can forgive because God, he's so fucking entertaining. Yes. He's an idiot with a heart of gold that's entertaining and can figure out how to count to three. <laughs> but only three. You're on thin fucking ice, bitch. You really Tristan want to test those waters? Two. What do you mean? I know what you're referencing. Don't <laughs> don't test me. I am I re- I literally was referencing what I said <laughs> earlier about not being able to count. What are you talking oh, about? Okay, listen. <laughs> so at the start of the podcast, Shabira said she was going to count down from one to three. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I completely slipped my mind. No, I literally said I'm going to count down and on three, and then Carl was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "I'm, how to count count down up to I'm doing a countdown to sync our audio." And then Carl's like, "No, but that's not a countdown." And I'm like, "It's semantics. It's I'm literally just counting, <laughs> bitch. They're all numbers. What do you?" Look, just because those are the only numbers that I know <laughs> God damn doesn't Joey. change anything. <laughs> I dropped out of elementary school. Oh, God. Okay. So. Oh. All right. Yu-Gi-Oh's my life. All right. Anyway, now that we've discussed all the episodes, let's get into our least favorite card and or play. We'll, we'll we'll mess Weevil. with this on the fly. No, we've discussed how Weevil's objectively the worst character in Yu-Gi-Oh, but I'm talking like least favorite, least favorite play of these six episodes, or just a card that you thought was kind of dog shit and should not be in the game. So I vote we let Bioroxis start us off. Oh, yeah, Bio, go ahead and start. Uh, I always hate like bug cards or bug things. So the stupid, uh bug i don't even know which one he used but he like threw a cannon on top of that which is oh, pretty cool yeah. but also i hate bugs so that's, that's the one i'm gonna go yeah there the basic go. insect with the laser cannon and the power boost and all that that's fair all right sure um can i just say that my least fr- favorite play was everything weevil has ever done <laughs> yeah correct <laughs> Congratulations, you said the magic word. Everything Weevil's ever done is dog shit. You win the prize. It's true. Here's the thing, if we go by uh if we go by fucking Gigaboots podcast rules, no one else can say that now, so get fucked. No, that's why I wrote a backup for both of these segments. Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Carl, go ahead. My least favorite play was just Joey. Just Joey. <laughs> You, you saw that it didn't work the first time, my man. Why did you think a second time? It'll, this time, because I have disadvantage on the field, it'll do... No, it won't. They just told you. They just said to you why it won't work. Why do you think it's going to be fine this time? Uh, yeah. My dumb son. Yeah, that that is very fair and very true. I almost put that down, but then I was like, no, no, there's dumber. My least favorite card is Beaver Warrior, because look at it. <laughs> Beaver Warrior's a nice lad. He's doing his best. Look at him. I didn't know Carl doesn't like beavers. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> Did I hate women? Anyway. Oh, Are you going to make no. that a bit here, too? Are you really going to risk no. your reputation like no. this? No, I've been we're trying not to pull that. back from that bit for your sake, and now you're just going to drop it on my table and hand Jesus me the gun Christ. to shoot you with? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> 
You buffoon! <laughs> you can't give me that power! I'll abuse oh, it! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> For those who don't know, there's a, there's a recurring bit on Carl's stream. Just cut it, just cut it, just cut the whole thing. <laughs> I, I might, I might not, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Carl doesn't hate women, <laughs> he only hates one woman. Me! Anyway, uh... I don't hate anybody. My least favorite play... Except for Weevil. ...is... I'm, I'm just going to quote what I wrote in my notes because it's very accurate, and this is where I brought brought up the Duel Monsters rules and Duel's Kingdom are just a vague suggestion thing. <clears throat> when Yugi very clearly breaks the cocoon before turn five, but Ultimate Great Moth is still alive because Duel Monsters mm-hmm. rules and Duelist Kingdom are just mm-hmm. a vague suggestion, and apparently there are levels to Great Moth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my least favorite play. Bad. Honestly, that was one of my written ones, so yeah. Yeah. My, my other one was my using perfume and trick everyone because damn bro, if I was anywhere near that deck, I'd immediately call her out on that shit while sneezing like a maniac. And then I put in parentheses as I type. I type as I get an allergy from a family member wearing perfume. <laughs> it was absurdly fitting. You see, smells don't mix together. She used oil-based smells, so they don't. They didn't mix with each other. That's, that's how that works. That's not how that so works. that brings us to uh, <laughs> that brings us to the exact opposite. However, now for our favorite cards and or plays. Yes. Uh, sh- Time wizard. Fuck you. I love I love the first episode where like he freaking just like because. They make us such a big deal of like, oh, this is such a rare card of blue eyes, white dragon. And then freaking Kaiba just throws down three of them. Yes. Yeah. That was good. awesome. You know Kaiba has spent multiple thousands of dollars on those blue eyes. My favorite play was literally just Exodia being raw as fuck. Yeah. Very, very fair. Very understandable. Uh, sense. Sense, Carl wonderfully just stole my fucking first favorite out from under me i'm gonna i'm gonna pick my backup of yugi just playing dark magician from the top of his deck to own pegasus like an absolute chad instead of playing <laughs> it was the, really good instead of playing the virgin skeleton warrior <laughs> i don't know how to break this i i i have to i have to pick time wizard because when i was a kid and i watched that scene I was like, I love Joey. I love this deck. I bought specifically his character deck <laughs> because I loved that shit so much. That's fair. And Flame Swordsman. As a kid, as a kid, I would always just watch that VHS tape back and every time just go, Thousand Dragon and be told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's really I good. I think I had a Thousand Dragon toy. You, check out my Thousand Dragon. I did, actually. I think it like shot fire and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they made like a McDonald's toy for it. I mean, yeah. No, it was like an actual big. They had a whole bunch of like actual Yu-Gi-Oh toys. Really? Yeah, there he is. That's him. The exact one. They also had. Let me find a not shitty picture. They also had yeah. one for like Blue Eyes. I think Dark Magician, and I think they might have had a Harpy Lady toy. Now I'm upset that I never had these as a kid. What the fuck? I'm gonna put this in general. They had a Launcher Spider because I had that. It was uh, animatronic and it moved, and it would just shoot the missiles out of its back. <sighs> yeah, I remember the Thousand, Thousand Dragon. Dragon. Oh my god, he's so ugly. Damn, that's I had that really good. Shit. Oh, it's so good. I was like, this is my favorite. And I, don't, I think it's still in the basement of my old house, just got covered in mold. <laughs> well, that's not good. Oh, I God. also had big plastic uh, figures of three spoilers that'll be introduced way later. That'll be raw. Okay. Very, very cool. Very good. 
Shibuya, right. there's an Exodia figure, and I think you need it. Of course there is. No, I, I don't need it, I say as I stare at my big Exodia six-inch Funko Pop that's sitting on my desk right beside me. <laughs> I'm yeah, but that's good. Legitimately, I might be going to fucking, like, shop later with a friend, and I think I'm going to try and find that. Guys, I can buy this thousand dragon figure off of eBay right now for $50. 50, 50 is not no. worth it for a thousand dragon. <laughs> If it drops to, like, 30, I would encourage you, but... We're gonna have to have a bonus episode that's just us fucking reviewing Yu-Gi-Oh! toys. <laughs> yeah, I have Blue Eyes and Red Eyes coming in the mail as Funkos. It's gonna be raw. You disgust me. Yes. No, listen, well, they're like monsters, Funkos. so as Funkos, there's not, they're not the ugliest. That's fair. It's fair. Real talk, as a kid, I always wanted a dual disc, eventually got one, and then the fucking filler arc with the really cool-looking dual disc came out, and I was like, fuck! <laughs> Yo, as a kid, I, I wanted a dual disc. I got one for Christmas. Within eight months, I used it so much that it fucking snapped and broke. And now they go for hundreds of dollars! Yeah, that doesn't surprise yep. me. I'm That's so why I gotta go get mad. mine from my, uh... I gotta get mine from my, uh, Old Attic, because they're just sitting up there, and I want them. Uh, before we forget, Bio, did you ever say what your favorite card slash play was? The, yeah, the, the blue eyes by Dragon thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. You said the blue eyes. Awesome. Cool, cool, good. Okay. Which is a good the move. Blue eyes, correct. That is the right Okay, answer. actually, um... Just looking on eBay immediately, I found a Chaos Duel disc for uh, 60 bucks. That's not the worst, actually. I really kind of want that because the Chaos Duel disc was so cool looking, but we can't get to that until much later because it's a filler arc. Anyway. And we can't get to much later until we get to next time. And next time, we will be covering episodes 7 through 12. Uh, I'm going to l read you the episode names here, and Bio, since you are unfamiliar with Yu-Gi-Oh, I'd like, I'd like to just hear you react to the episode names and, like, I, I, I just want to hear if you think they're going to be exciting or bad. Okay. Let's like, I'm it. curious to your reactions. Episode 7, Attack from the Deep. Oh, <laughs> I am not a freaky fish guy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I was like trying to wrap my head of like deep. Like, are they going into a cave? <laughs> oh, don't worry. They will soon. Uh, episode eight. Everything is relative. <laughs> are these the English titles? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Episode nine. Duel with a ghoul. Oh, that one sounds cool. I'll probably like that one. Episode ten. Give up the ghost. That's gonna be a good one. Oh, sorry, was I supposed to react? <laughs> I was. <laughs> that one didn't phase me. It's fine. That's fine. Episode eleven. <laughs> Episode eleven. The dueling monkey. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me think. Okay, that makes oh. me think they're gonna be like fighting in the treetops. Okay. Is that close? And episode twelve. <laughs> you'll see. You'll have to watch them soon. <laughs> and episode twelve. Trial by red eyes. Ooh, ooh. There's another dragon. Maybe. Ooh, You'll ooh, have I'm to excited. wait to find out next time on the Millennium Microphone. Thank you all for listening. Oh, yeah. What is our, like, ending sign-off? I, I, I really don't know what it's going to be. I'm just winging <laughs> it as we go along. I may just cut it off here and have it fade, but who knows? Like, like if people want to try outros and see how that see how it feels, then go for it. It's time, time to die. <laughs> no! <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Millennium Microphone. This podcast is something that all of us are very excited to be making and putting out there. So if you like what you hear, make sure to follow everyone's socials down in the description below. And, hey, if you know someone that you think might enjoy this, who's a fan of the original Yu-Gi-Oh!, who's never heard it before in their life and wants an excuse to watch along, then hey, spreading the word helps us out a lot, especially when we're just starting out. We have a lot of future ideas that we might want to do, but none of that is going to be possible without listeners, so thank you so much for your support. We'll see you in two weeks. See you next duel.